0: A cool course with all the mud and <laughs> and the lifting and the crawling and the crying. Well, me crying. But, but it was it was it, it, it was fun. It, it, as what? always, just everything hurts and I can't really use my arms anymore.
1: <laughs> what what better way to disconnect than physically removing yourself as far as possible from <laughs> everything? <laughs> well you know, after spending two weeks
0: wandering around Europe and then coming back and then going straight into crawling through mud and dirt and, and, uh, and yeah yeah it's uh it's an interesting way of doing things well i'm glad
2: you've taken it to heart at least and gone outside <laughs> so but this week i think we're deciding to try and take things from the here and now and peer into the yet to come hi welcome to indulgently minimal i am moggy and i am joined today by jeff hey guys and murdoch hello everyone And as we end this trilogy of episodes, we're going to talk about what we think may come, or at least what we want to come next after this period of change, turmoil, and our own disconnection from it. We are, of course, continuing to talk about the Situation on the internet right now. I don't know another polite way of putting it. A situation Mm -hmm.
0: involving a certain few websites, one that may resemble some sort of avian, a blue avian.
1: Not anymore. Uh, And others. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore, no. The the, the application formerly known as Twitter. (laughs) Just poking at it with this thing. Come on, entertain me. (laughs)
2: Maybe I'll put this on some of our socials. I actually have a little video of it. be something to do with the way the iPhone caches app icons. I have all of my social media apps in a folder and the image when you look at the folder shows the little blue bird, but when you open it, it shows an X, blue bird, X, blue bird, X. It's strangely poignant in some sort of performance art kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) La-dee-dee,
1: (laughs) la-dee-da, the ominous.
0: But yes, things are changing, and they are changing quite rapidly, yeah. which is impressive considering how th- how quickly things change on the internet anyway.
2: Hmm. Yes, and I think our initial reaction of disconnecting has been the correct one, at least for me. Not that I have been 100% successful. I have... How did you put it earlier in our pre-recording talk, Murdoch, that um, I'm in the bargaining stage of uh-huh. grief? Like, I've I've got one subreddit that I still use that I can't replicate its function anywhere else. And it's like, come on, I can at least, you know, just keep this one little bit. It can't be that bad, right? You know, I'm not it's, using the app. I'm going through the web browser. It's okay. It's okay. It's gone.
1: It's just a little <laughs> slimy. It's still good. It's still good. Exactly. Uh, my my experience with Reddit has been if if I'm looking for some information and the link trail leads me to a Reddit link, I will open it. And if the link asks me to open an app or sign in somewhere, I will immediately close it. Mm. That has been my experience with Reddit. Mm. The app formerly known as Twitter has been a different experience altogether. I've had an odd experience with that. I'm, I've been finding myself wanting to open the app less and less, progressively so. Mm. The feeds, which I used to enjoy, are now just swarmed with a lot of garbage. And it's becoming more and more difficult to find any of what I'm looking for as such, and therefore I'm less inclined to open it in the first place. So that's a, it's not, not the cold turkey method, the slowly, like, I, I hate this, so I'm going to go away now experience. Mm. Yeah, the...
2: The app formerly known as Twitter is no longer a nice place to be, even if you're just going like in targeted ways, like somebody sends you a link, hey, so-and-so said this, it's not mm-hmm. a nice place to be. and
0: Which is kind of hilarious because it was never a nice place to be, but it's somehow true. even worse.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think we can come back to that point a little later, actually, that disconnecting has been interesting for perspective, even before all of these changes. But... I know for the Bluebird website. I think one of the things I've been trying, the Fediverse, has somewhat gone towards filling that need, but mm. not perfectly. Like there is a lot of work there to be done. This is very much a possibility, not a here is a ready-made alternative.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting collective and it's a fascinating way of doing things it's not a new way of doing things as far as i'm aware but it's, it's it it is interesting and it is different but it is not a replacement and that's and that's and that's good there shouldn't be a direct replacement i mean i think that's that's been some of our some of my problems i was looking for direct replacements hmm. which doesn't really fix the core issue of these things may not have been great for us in the first place so maybe i shouldn't mm-hmm. be seeking a direct replacement
1: oh yeah I I haven't dipped my feet into the Fediverse just yet. Uh, I may do that later when I'm a bit more comfortable. But I've started looking at different avenues to occupy my time. There's there's the issue of books, like the large (laughs) collection backlog of books that we keep acquiring and then never going through. I've decided to hack at an old book I picked up a while ago. It's called Sapiens. I'm Mm. going to butcher the author's name, so. (laughs) Do your best. I don't even have it listed anywhere here. should have added this to the show. We'll we'll, we'll pick it up in a bit. Oh, Yuval Noah Harari. That one, you know of it. It's one of those books that sits on a shelf. Spotlight knows of it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there we go. (laughs) So that was a book that initially caught my attention on reading sort of like the first chapter, and then I tried reading it on a Kindle, I tried reading it on a tablet, I tried reading it on my phone, and then I just, you know, put it away for many, many months Mm. until, you know, the the past few weeks where I'm just looking for something to occupy my time. Mm -hmm. I decided to look into audiobooks as an alternative, so Mm. I got the audiobook version of... Sapiens, and believe you me, it was not easy getting back into it. Well, I mean, you you
2: haven't picked the easiest route back into recreational reading with an you know a heavy nonfiction book.
1: But <laughs> no, for sure, for but, sure.
2: But I think this is part of what we have all been discovering that attention is a muscle that we have let atrophy, and a lot of this short form content seems to have been very harmful to our ability to concentrate on long form content similarly i have been trying to read although i've been reading fiction as well i as i mentioned last episode i have been reading more long form content more essays more journalism and yes it's difficult to focus for the length of time needed in the same way that you know you could just endlessly scroll reddit and twitter mm. Hmm. i think there's work to be done and that's an uncomfortable realization oh, it definitely for, for... It, it definitely
0: is because like for you know fiction non-fiction you know uh journalism work-related reading you need to be able to concentrate for long periods of time not just to get through it but to be able to truly digest and comprehend and apply what you're reading mm. and being unable to do that because you're constantly having to flip to something else or do something else or move around because of this, our, our terrible attention spans now, it means we're not even or at least in my experience for me not being able to actually properly engage and use the content that I'm reading which essentially just means the whole thing is useless, I'm just wasting time hmm. and, and it's and it's it's scary, it's really really scary because this has just happened kind of it's just happened behind behind my back but It's my own fault.
2: I think we knew that short form content, the, what do they call it? The attention economy was like eating candy. You know, it's not good for you at the time, but you trick yourself into thinking, I'm just having, you know, a chocolate bar. I'm just having a few.
0: Yeah. It's just a snack,
1: Mm.
2: but it's, You know, now now we're at the dentist, we have cavities. (laughs) (laughs) In pain. Yeah, yeah. And, Uh. And I think this was also something I noticed when trying to interact on Mastodon specifically, where... There's something going on right now where some people who've tried Mastodon and left and then people have asked why. They've said, don't oh, we actually felt a little unwelcome. A lot of people were very quick to tell us we we're doing this wrong. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you adding alternate text to your images? Why aren't you putting content warnings on things? And people, I, I came here from Twitter. I don't know what's happening. And <laughs> it's this, everything old is new again. The old internet had etiquette. The old yes. internet had inductions and... You know, every you know, we can talk for until the cows come home about the eternal September and how things used to happen in waves and then suddenly everybody came online. But this seems to be another thing that's happening is we've forgotten how to interact with each other politely. Twitter, for all of its benefits, you know, the way it allowed journalism to reach everybody and it allowed us to share what was happening anywhere in the world as it was happening. Mm it also meant that we started kind of just shouting at each other yeah i mean twitter definitely became
0: the soapbox in which you yelled at the public from
1: and and reddit was no better <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's a strange one it's like you know that the, the loudest child in the playground wins the largest adult in the like but not why does ross the largest of the friends <laughs> not simply not eat the other friends <laughs> <laughs> the the loudest child in the playground Right Wins in the same way that on the internet it feels like the loudest adult in the room wins well, as funny as it is. what Jeff just said is correct, like the louder, larger voices
2: consumed the other ones mm. and they would and that's why Twitter or the site formerly known as Twitter, went so badly so quickly because once you allowed the toxic voices to shout louder, the more non-toxic i don't know another polite way of saying it the people who didn't like it they rather than trying to shout even louder and drown it out they just kind of withdrew Hmm. and again reddit's had a very similar problem as the moderators who made the site what it was and the content creators that made the site what it was were either removed forcibly or withdrew because of the changes that were happening they didn't agree with what has come in its place the people that have stepped in don't have the same skill set they don't have the institutional knowledge i mean they talk about like for example i was reading an article on ars technica a website i've recently reconnected with i used to love them i am now reading them again Mm -hmm. and they made the comment that accidentally renaissance which is a subreddit where people would share photos that look kind of
0: resemble yeah resemble renaissance
2: paintings it's it was a fun subreddit their, mo- mm. their old moderator team included people with art history degrees who actually understood what made something Renaissance art as opposed to Baroque, as opposed to Classical, as opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, you can go on forever. Mm. They're saying, and one of these former moderators gave a an interview and he said, like, the content that's going on there right now isn't Renaissance. Mm. It mm-hmm. still looks... On the surface, maybe something like it, but apparently the, the subreddit had quite a skillful set of moderators who are just gone now. And I think this is why we're stepping back. And But at the same time, I think while we're trying to reconnect with new things, whether it's you know rediscovering long-form content and actually trying to build the muscles in our brain to think for ourselves once more, or mm. connect with these new groups of users who have their own etiquette and their own rules we have to remember that these rules existed at least in an attempt to make it a nice place to be
0: Mm. Mm. rules exist for a reason and etiquette exists for a reason and oftentimes Mm. it's to facilitate in these situations is to facilitate good flowing conversation it's to stop people yelling over each other and stop can we say poop posting <laughs> <clears throat> it yeah it matters it it matters that you realize and we understand that the person on the other end is also a person with mm-hmm. ideas and feelings and fears and probably a cat i hopefully a cat <sighs> <laughs>
2: This is also, it goes both ways, like the people that are trying to welcome and draw people into their communities have to remember that they need to, there is another person on the end of the person breaking the rules. They may not have known those rules existed in the first place, or Mm -hmm. they didn't understand why they were there. You know, when you upload a photo to Mastodon, there's often not a prompt to say, hey, maybe just enter some text here so that people who aren't able to see can still experience Mm -hmm. what you're putting up. There's no prompt to do that. It's etiquette.
0: Well, again, it's it's a very good point you made there about like the alt text thing. It's something I didn't know about until it was pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's a fantastic tool, but it's it's something that a lot of social media doesn't have. Is that a way for people who may not be able to see or have low vision or just in general people that might be neurodivergent. A lot of the internet is very hostile yes to that and it's not hostile i don't think it's intentional but it is incredibly inconsiderate to a vast number of people mm. who may not think in the same way as the developers do yeah and it, and it, and those places become inhospitable to them
1: uh, i have two small points to make one of them is like community management is it's a full time job Yes. Community management is a full-time job. It takes patience. It takes a lot of work. You need to know, you know, the ins and the outs of the community, and you start to get knowing people. Like communities don't self-regulate. No, they do not. And (laughs) this is well, they they do something when
0: they're left on their own. It's more of like some sort of death spiral. (laughs) Have you ever read Uh, *Lord of the Flies*?
1: Maybe add that to the (laughs) list. Might 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 be on the list for the next book to listen to. Hmm, something to consider. (laughs) The other scary point is the fact that, like, these websites that we are, you know, noticing as unusable or unpleasant or very different, like, we may belong in the, mi- like, the, the, the vocal minority who are not unhappy with how things are going, but there is a very large, a scary large user base of people who are continuing, like, you know, business as usual. They use it the same way they always have. There is a sense of entrapment.
2: I know one of the complaints about Mastodon is the lack of journalists.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Like if you just want to create like an image board, Mastodon's quite good. You can just subscribe to some hashtags, follow some artists, and your feed will be full of you know excellent stuff. Bloom scrolling is a thing if you just want to look at pictures of flowers. Bloom scrolling. Hmm. I may also recommend Mastodon if you'd like looking at <laughs> pictures of moss. Uh, Jeff's sylvan obsession continues. Oh, indeedy. But if you're like me, for example, who I consumed a lot of my news through social media, because as I have discovered in trying to replicate what I was used to elsewhere, like news scrapes and news consolidation. Websites have not improved since the last time I tried to use them. It is a... And so many more journalistic outlets have locked themselves
1: behind paywalls. Hmm. This It's it's a huge topic we are definitely going to need to dedicate some time to. But yes, it is not the same internet where you could find useful information mm-hmm. at, you know, a fingertips. And... But maybe that's part of what has to come next.
2: Because... I think a big part of the problem that has led us to here and something that I have been trying to escape from for a very long time is the surveillance capitalist ad-driven internet. That was how we paid for free things. It was with our attention. Mm. It was with ads and surveillance. You know, they were building profiles on us all in order to sell to us better. That was the exchange.
1: Tar- targeted advertising
0: well it was like the old it was the old um you know how do they make their money if they're not you know if you don't have to pay the price is you mm. the old yeah was the old saying or oh, paraphrasing you are the product you are the you are product, product. that's that. the one yeah
2: and you know like a lot of people recently have said that it's even more complicated than that like a lot of platforms like reddit for example you are the product you are the consumer you are the creator it's a symbiosis and you know right now we're definitely seeing like if you were talking about a symbiotic relationship it's become so imbalanced that it's killing the host organism for example mm. and but also like advertising is so insidious in the way that it creates unhappiness the way that it creates desires for things that you didn't want or you can't afford and Surveillance advertising is even worse because it it tries to dig deep into like little crevices and wounds and poke at them to make you spend money you may not have. It's not a nice thing and I definitely am trying to avoid it as much as possible. And But then how do we pay for things? Mm -hmm. That creator who is making that webcomic or that journalist that's trying to do Something useful, some actual good investigative journalism. They need paying. I would love to live in a world where everybody can, you know, follow their passions and do their things. And you know, I'm not saying that this is an ideal, but if we want people to work and create things that we want to consume, they need to be paid. And maybe I that's think we're so how-
0: we're so used to being able to absorb and enjoy content without having to physically pay ourselves. I mean, that's, this is like, I think it's like the first time in history where that's the case. Previously, if you wanted to see the news, if you wanted to know what was going on in the news, you'd buy a newspaper. Mm -hmm. You would, if you wanted to read a book, you'd buy a book. You wanted to see some music, you'd pay to go see the musician play. Mm. Only now, in the last 20, 30 years, we, in all, almost all of human history, have we been able to pay for things, just see things and hear things and do things just by rocking up yeah Mm. it's it's um and i think we're so unused to how things used to be and how things have always been it's it's bizarre going back to it for us but yeah if 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 there's an artist out there that's making work that we enjoy maybe we should that's how it should be we should be support them we should be paying for the content we're seeing Mm -hmm. but we should be paying the artist directly not a middleman
2: well this, this is the thing and let's not beat around the bush here like not all of us feel like we have the money to just pay for things as well. Like a lot of people feel poorer right now and it's a big ask, you know, even like throwing $3 at somebody, two euros, it's, you know, that like that three euros could have bought me a coffee. (laughs) coffee, Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's a really unfortunate situation, but something that we're going to have to navigate because yeah, like coffee, the, Platform, It's a really nice idea, and we are now on coffee ourselves because when you've got creators who don't have the infrastructure, the time to go and create like all of the little incentives that Patreon kind of requires, coffee is nice. Like, hey, just buy us a cup of coffee if you like what we do. It was the, oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was the leitmotif of Dan Carlin's podcast for years. I'm not sure if he still does it. At the end, you know, if you enjoyed the show, just throw us a dollar, a buck a show. It's all we ask. Hmm. It's you know, support what we're doing. It's the equivalent of the
0: busker's hat. You know, it's yeah. Our con- our content is here and it's free and it's free for anybody to go out and access. And if you like it, yeah, throw some throw some money in our hat. If you know, if you feel that you're able to do so.
1: Then mm-hmm. I think this is this is a little bit of the hard line. Like we now have to make. Well, ideally, we have to start making conscious decisions about what we want to see, hear, read, listen to. There's some very nice options out there that at least try to find a
2: balance. Medium and Substack are ways that you can find writers that you enjoy and yes, you have to pay the platform fee. But like Medium, for example, you pay a subscription to Medium like you would a newspaper and then you get access to all the premium content on their website. I believe Mm. Substack requires you to subscribe and pay individuals. So it's better like if you find someone whose work you really connect with and you want to subscribe to their feed, you can pay them directly. Mm. Whereas Medium is more of a newspaper. But they Mm. are, you know, there are a lot of really good writers. And if you're trying to get back into long form content the way that I am and the way it sounds like you guys are, you can do that. For audiobooks, it's a little more complicated because the best way to get audiobooks is on Audible, which is an Amazon company, and they are part of the problem.
0: Mm. I mean, there are other options for audiobooks and there are other audiobook companies out there. I can't tell you any of them because I can't remember what they're called. Mm-hmm. But they do they do exist, and also it's very important to point out that the the, the fantastic work
2: of, is it LibriVox? Yeah, Lib, no, yeah, you're right, LibriVox. Yeah. Are LibriVox, the, the, you know. The, the audio book um, version of Project Gutenberg. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's
0: all volunteers, and it's fantastic stuff. You know, if you want to find an old, out-of-copyright book, maybe some of the old classics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a good chance that it's out there on LibriVox and some kind soul will have recorded a few the chapters or maybe the entire book for you to go out and listen to for free forever and it's wonderful it's a wonderful concept
1: yeah yeah it, it definitely is nice that, like yes there is some of this goodwill that is still out there yeah and brilliantly you don't
0: have to pay amazon hmm. but i was thinking this is quite an interesting where you know we we can't afford to pay for all you know all the content we consume now there's no way we could afford to pay individually for all of it but it's a good chance to sort of sit back and go well you can kind of choose what content you actually want to consume and maybe so much of what we're we're taking in we don't actually want in the first place it's just mm-hmm. we're taking it there because it's a buffet and it's there yeah it's, you know it's <laughs> like you go into a buffet you don't need another plate of fries but you're going to grab it anyway because it's there <sighs> it's free and you miss the hummus you uh-huh. know it's you know maybe this is a good opportunity to really sort of dial down on what, on, on what we're looking at and maybe find some more pointed interests.
1: Well, I'll, I'll break in just a little, maybe a return to like offline content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Books used to come in this really convenient
2: form in, enclosed in dead trees. Mm-hmm. Those still exist, and there are, there are these buildings that are housed with many of these um, <laughs> li- items. Li- 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 library.
1: <laughs> ah, la biblioteca. <laughs> 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 ah, yes, the library. The, uh, close yeah. to where I live, they actually opened up a new library. I have yet to, to, to oh, go. Oh, that's Maybe nice. I should do that.
2: Uh, yeah. And, you know, depending on your location, some libraries, even often ebooks. books hmm,
0: yeah, I mean, some uh, some libraries offer e-books. Some, you know, you can rent films, games, games, newspapers, consoles. <laughs> games mm. consoles. I think some of the maybe the larger ones you can actually, you know, uh, there's music. Um, you can maybe even view content there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, libraries well, are amazing places.
1: <laughs> uh, there, 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 there is something magical about stepping into a place where the etiquette is quite literally please you know be quiet and do your work or be quiet and enjoy your book
0: yeah mm-hmm. you know it's a place of learning but it's also a place of enjoyment mm-hmm. and kind it's of a place like of consideration consideration yeah it's and well i mean aside getting into what you know how how important libraries are for communities in general they are just they're fantastic places and we mm-hmm. should all support our local libraries
2: mm-hmm. yeah so there's also you know there's so many ways that we can get content that don't involve hooking into the, the system. I don't know what word I want to use to describe this sort of attention economy surveillance system that has generally sort of created the problem that started this whole conversation. There are options and a lot of them involve stepping back mm. or at least being far more mindful. Like I'm still reading books on my iPad, but I'm trying not to get them through Amazon, for example. Mm. Mm. Humble Bundle do great bundles mm. of ebooks, audiobooks. You know, there are publishers out there who sell their books to you DRM-free. Just download a file, read it wherever you want. This is all out there, very easy to find if you want it.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. And one more point. I realized I haven't been to the cinema in quite some time. Okay. <laughs> I, I finally got around to watching Oppenheimer. No spoilers. It doesn't come out here for a few weeks. (laughs) No, 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 no spoilers whatsoever. No spoilers whatsoever. Can you spoil history? (laughs) (laughs) Um... The the, can... the the fictional version of history, I suppose. <laughs> like there is obviously the, the the dramatized part of when yeah, you yeah. know, the, yeah. The I mean, I saw I I,
0: I I did see a photo of Matt Damon's General Groves. I'm thinking, hmm, <laughs> he's been
1: prettied up. <laughs> <laughs> but there there was something quite quite nice about the experience. I went with a friend. We accidentally picked up the uh, the lounger chairs sat up right against the screen and staring mm. up. I brought an extra hoodie. <laughs> Friend fell asleep halfway through the movie, wrapped <laughs> up in said hoodie. But it was it was nice in the sense that I for a, you know, for a change, was able to engage with the movie, at least get lost into the world of the movie, and then have a few moments to myself just completely undistracted, if that makes sense. Mm. Disconnected. Disconnected, yes. Well, yeah, um, kind of like j-
0: just just spending time doing nothing but one
2: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if your mind wanders from the movie, there's nowhere
1: else for it to go. There's no, yeah. there's no. You know, you shouldn't have your cell phone out in a movie theater. <laughs> part part of the etiquette, part of the etiquette, is like yeah. you know, put your phone on silent or turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and. And it's
2: a very nice way to watch movies. I also watched one recently, but it was the Barbie movie, which I will highly <laughs> recommend to everybody. Like, that movie is not what I expected, and it was fantastic. From no. what I've seen, it looks really, really, really fun. It's far more than fun. It's an incredibly mm. well-made and poignant, deep movie. I I really enjoyed it. And going mm. to the cinema, yeah, it allows you that space to actually focus, and then at the end, mm-hmm. you can kind of... Like just take a moment to process what you've just watched. How do I? How does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the it's the antithesis of the problem, isn't it? It's the focus bubble as opposed to the attention deficit machine
1: that we have sort of created for ourselves. Hmm. A little bit of everything all of the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. everywhere all at once.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, the the kind of chaos of that movie is somewhat like <laughs> how the mind has been scrambled. By oh. this, this short form thing, so that really does bring me to asking you guys, what's next?
0: It's it's a very interesting question. It's do you know what's next for the internet as a whole, or what's next for how we choose to navigate through it and access it, or both? Hmm. I think for me, what's next is definitely more of the more of the disengagement and more pointed direct interests to fewer things but with more engagement on those things hmm. mm-hmm. like I'm really really I'm getting into moss just more moss <laughs> different types of moss moss and lichen and photos of moss and
2: touching moss I'm just I'm
0: all about the moss
2: mm. is there a camera have we got a camera episode in our future are you going to start you know taking pictures <laughs> of your own moss Light sheds. <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 it, there may there may be a future in Jeff reviews moss where I review local moss on its mm. texture and qualities and personalities. <laughs> and so stay That's, tuned for that.
1: That sounds terrifyingly interesting <laughs> in its own right. Oh. I mean, I
2: mean may, may, maybe maybe you might dabble in mycology. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I love. I mean, but mushroom. I mean, mushrooms are right next to moss. I mean, mushrooms are great. You yeah. go on. Some of them are squidgy. Some of them are spotty. Some of them try to kill you. They're mm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mushy, mushy, mushrooms.
1: Murdoch. Well, a few points on my own. With regards to using the internet at large, I would like to make more, was the term concerted efforts in terms mm. of finding information, in terms of finding topics to look into, to research, to learn. So it's, You know, it's a very, very focused use of this wonderful and yet horrible utility that we've been given access to and, like, maybe start looking at some other activities as well, be it, you know, consuming or creating, so to speak. Like, I have mm. finally started catching up on uh, Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> with, with all the free time we've had.
0: Oh, God, I forgot about Tears of the Kingdom.
1: And, <laughs> and, and oh God, and, I should go back to that. Uh, it, it, it's, been, it's been a nice distraction. It really has been mm. a nice distraction. Mm. And, you know, dabbling in other things like smart home improvements. Boy, that is a world. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think for sure, logging off has been a big part of my reaction. And while I don't feel like I'm making the progress I want to, there are definitely directions that I want to go into. Very similar to what you've described, logging off, trying to create more than I consume. And yeah, just For all the jokes that we make, going out and trying to interact with the real world, I mean, it's a little difficult right now. It is very hot out there. I don't really want to go out in it right now. But we are moving into the end of the summer months, the summer months where we take a vacation. And maybe that's the time to try and finish this work of disconnecting. Hmm. Leave the cell phone in the house when you go to the beach. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You know, or even just, or even just simply when you put your cell phone down, put it screen down. Yeah. Uh, so you're not so you're not constantly looking at your phone, or when things pop up, you're not seeing them. Just little things to just kind of keep it out of your attention span.
1: I, I, yeah. Ironically, the phone will overheat in the sun; it will yeah. turn itself off, too hot yeah. to use.
2: And I think that's maybe the final thing that I would say today that. Ultimately, there's very, very little that goes on in the world that won't wait an hour. Like mm. if there's something very important that you need to be connected to, obviously keep the phone with you, be contactable. If your wife's about to go into labor, please keep your cell phone with you. But if something happens out there, your engaging with it right away, isn't going to change a whole lot. So it's exactly. okay. And maybe that's the thing. Like minimize the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. That might be the the takeaway here: is that while there are exciting opportunities, while everything is very much in flux, it's changing around us. Maybe the best <laughs> thing moving forward is minimize.
1: I have it on good authority that you can break the internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What did you do? What did you do, Murdoch? <laughs> Did they take you to the basement room with a little black box? <laughs> this <laughs> is the This internet. is the internet.
1: <laughs> uh, but may, may, maybe it helps conceptualize it that way and just put it away, put the box away. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so that concludes this part of our looking at what's going on. I think we're going to disconnect from this topic for a while, let the fire burn itself out, mm. and maybe we'll revisit it after the summer, see where we are, but... Moving forward, I think we're gonna do one of our patented blobcasts next. Stay tuned for that. And then we'll do some lighter content for the summer months. Get out there, have some fun, get away from the heat, please. Get o- Stay hydrated, guys. It's mm-hmm. really, really hot out there.
0: Stay in the shade, stay somewhere where there's a lot of airflow, because that's also where moss grows, so you can touch the moss.
2: <sighs> I think has Jeff been has been replaced hot. by some sort of lichen organism. <laughs> And we are
0: all grateful for that. Jeff is doing fine. Um, (laughs) We are now in Moss World.
2: Okay. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We've been Indulgently Minimal. We are still on Instagram. We do try to post there when we can. We are Indulgently Minimal there. We're also on coffee. If you want to help support the show, you like what we're doing, do consider buying us a coffee there. Shout out to Tiny.
1: <laughs> thank you for the coffees, Much, much appreciated. Yes, thank you so much. That was th- th- that
0: was wonderful. Thank you.
2: Any thoughts, questions, comments, please send us an email at indulgentlyminimal at gmail.com. I've been Moggy, and I've been joined by Jeff. Thanks, guys. Remember to go easy on yourselves. And Murdoch. And remember, folks,
1: indulge a little.
2: Hope you've enjoyed it. See you for the next one. Bye. See you guys. Take care, everyone.